0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive when you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets for any other tasks that you've got to get done. Listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All
1: right, Matt, I think Jordan Poyer has a very good look at AFC defensive player of the week because he had two interceptions and one was big, but honestly, Matt Milano deserves a look at that too. He was insanely good on Sunday, 13 total tackles. Huh. And I would say what, maybe three, maybe four on Lamar, a couple in the open field on him. I mean, he was incredible in this game, earned his money today. I think Tremaine Edmonds was very good, but I think Matt, Lam- Matt Milano played a sensational football game.
0: I agree. I think that you would have, so here, let's do this. Who would be your Mount Rushmore? So your four guys on defense, who you think had the strongest performances? Cause I think there's three easy ones and it's Poyer Milano. And I think they're kind of a cut above everybody else. And then Tremaine Edmonds, yep. who else can we give a little bit of love to just to kind of round it out?
1: Because there were some really standout performances there. Well, I, I don't think here, I'm going to give it to this guy, not because he made a lot of plays, but it's because of what the Ravens weren't able to do against Taron Johnson, matching Taron Johnson up against Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews had two catches wow. all day, two yeah. catches and the bills did not go to their base defense to defend him. They kept Taron Johnson, a, a nickel corner undersized against Mark Andrews. He defended him. He had two catches all day.
0: Yeah. I mean, and we talked about Mark Andrews a lot this week and his ability to completely take yes. over a game. And also we should also give some love to, especially like Dane Jackson comes back. Uh, there, there were, there were times, of- there were times when, you know, they got beat, but Dane Jackson looks good and Elam looks good. And we knew Bateman and Duvernay are good players, but they're not wide receivers. They're not Hill and Waddle or anything like that. So I was always more confident with the corners going into this game than I was last week, or maybe that I will be even next week against the Steelers because they've got some good wide receivers, but yeah, just the, the the secondary as a whole did a fantastic job because we talk about it. The Ravens scored 20 points. They didn't score any in the second half. One touchdown was from first and goal at like the eight yard line or the five yard line to start the game. And the other one was a short field when Singletary fumbled it, right? Yes. I mean, they, they, or wait, no, they might've scored on the drive before that. It might've already been 14. They got a, three. they got a field goal a single singletary fumbled. I believe it was, So they scored a touchdown before that. And right. then they had the short yes. fields to get the, so 10 of your 20 points, half of the points, the bills gave up were on short fields where they took it over in the bills territory.
1: Yeah. And I talked to, um, we all did, I should say, talked to Dion Dawkins in the locker room afterwards. And he said, I said, what was the message at halftime. And he said, the message was, we're doing this to us. Like they're not doing it. We're doing this to us. And he specifically said interception, fumble three and out, three and out, three and out. We're stopping ourselves. And that's an old cliche in football, but it was true. He said, as long as we took ownership of that, essentially, and we put it on ourselves, everything would be fine. And it was fine after that. So defensively, I thought the bills did a really good job. I'll give you a great stat, Matt. The Ravens came into this game with 10, 10 pass plays of 20 yards or more and four run plays of 20 yards or more in the season. They only had two plays total of 20 yards or more. Both were pass plays, no run plays, and one of those pass plays was that wild scramble from Lamar Jackson that somehow DuVernay came up with down the field for a 21-yard gain on second and 19. So basically the Bills completely took away the big play from the big play Ravens. That's how they like to do things these days.
0: I also was impressed with Hamlin and how he slid in next to Poyer because they can do some things. They would love to have Micah Hyde back out there. He would be a very welcomed player, you know, for everything that he does. But Hamlin's got some a skill set which is pretty interesting. So I'm really intrigued
1: by how they're going to continue to use him moving Are, forward. Aren't you a little surprised that it was him over Jaquan Johnson?
0: Yeah, I was. And then honestly, I started to just talk with other people on the beat and read what people right. were saying and some of the reasoning behind it. And it's interesting. So I I wasn't. I was more surprised. I would have been more surprised a week ago than I was now, but yep. I feel like this gives them a little bit of a similar feel to what they had when they had Jordan and Micah.
1: Yeah, um, and, if, and if, boy, I'll tell you, not to be a uh, not to turn too negative here after a win, but a lot of times I looked out there and thought to myself, boy, it'd be nice to have Micah hide in the field right now. It yes. really would, you know, without seeing twenty three, but. Give credit to number three, DeMar Hamlin. He did do a nice job. Um, so real quick, let's just kind of wrap up what what happened on the defensive end. You know, the Bills did, when you talk about contain Lamar, he did break loose a little bit. He did have his gates. That's going to happen against Lamar Jackson. He actually had 11 carries for 73 yards. Josh had 11 for 70. So the two quarterbacks kind of uh, balance each other out when it came to running the football, but I thought there were times where they just over pushed it a little bit, over pursued, got out of their lanes. That's when he broke contain. But there were other times where I thought they did a nice job to string him out. I thought their tackling was good when they had a chance to tackle him, other than one or two plays, and that's got to be a key. Matt Milano made a couple of those tackles in the backfield. You saw there was a sack. I think Vaughn got a sack, and then later who got the other sack that was back there. Uh, but either way, I thought they so, a- Rousseau, Thank you. I I, I thought it was nice Rousseau half and DeQuan half. Yeah, there you go. And um. I I thought that was how they had to do that. You know, you have to make sure you're a sure-handed tackler when you get around him and around the football.
0: Uh, We were taught, you mentioned it a couple of times in the podcast. We were so impressed after training camp with the bills defense. Yeah. And despite the injuries and despite some of the mistakes that they've made, they have been so good this year. I mean, the most points they have given up in a game right now is 21 points. That's unbelievable. Do you know what they've done in the second halves of games this year? Well, let's see. The Rams would have been zero. Yes. The Titans would have been zero. Correct. The Ravens were zero today. Yeah. And the Dolphins were, oh, I, ho- I want to go four for four on this. The Dolphins were seven.
1: Seven points. You're great. Great job, buddy. Seven Thank points you. given up in four games in the second halves of games. Wow. That's impressive. It's impressive. It's, it's
0: impressive on its own as a standalone stat. Yeah, But when you consider who they've lost there and how many injuries they've dealt with, that is
1: remarkable. No doubt about it. And um, lots of the depth starting to shine through again. And Jamison Crowder gets hurt. Khalil Shakir steps up actually when he comes in for Jamison Crowder. So let's get to the offense here.